0: Okay, so a community member of ours uh, put out an endorsement of uh, Tasty Loot Gaming, which was very appreciated. Thank you. And uh, we're going to watch it. And, uh, yeah, so let's just do that.
1: If any of you guys are interested in a top-notch gaming uh, YouTube channel, uh, if you like podcasts, good discussion, uh, streams here and there, uh, you should check out Tasty Loot Gaming uh real good guys you got seth chevy um chris moderately decent person at best um you know josh cody all the other guys in the group uh, everyone that you know from time to time to show up uh but it's a great channel uh they're almost 2,000 subscribers uh but they're real good guys and very uh insightful and Far more informative and interesting
0: than you know the bigger channels, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions.
1: uh, So check them out again. It's Tasty Loot Gaming. All right, they're paying me for this, by the way. So (laughs) they're excellent.
0: I just have to be clear in saying that I paid big money for that endorsement, and it's done nothing but great things for the channel. We went from almost 2,000 subscribers to. Almost two thousand subscribers overnight. Oh. Yeah, very, very. I want crazy. my money
2: back. I feel slandered. I don't appreciate this.
0: I just like the call out directly uh, to you. Moderately. I don't know so what I've done, done to deserve this.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah thank you thank you for that uh that shout out on uh, your instagram story Wade. It is very much appreciated i thought it was very awesome of you to do uh even if you had to slander one of the tasty crew <laughs> uh,
2: oh good if i had pearls i'd be clutching them right now
0: <laughs> oh my god i can't believe <laughs> you oh, don't say that about you. me my oh. word What's going on guys? Welcome to episode 123 of the Taste the Cast, a weekly podcast where we talk about things, react to things, do a bunch of random shit. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. I'm Chris. And a couple of quick reminders that we are now in a new month, so make sure to download and play Street Fighter V and PUBG both offer for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of this month at the Plus Club. We'll listen to what we thought of those games, we'll let you know what we thought of them. And our game of the month picked by Chevy is Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. If you did not get a chance to play that fucking 35 years ago when it came out. It is a uh, one to four player cooperative RPG where you uh, essentially carry stuff and escort the person carrying the stuff and kill the things to try and stop you from carrying the stuff. Make sure to play that. Come back at the end of the month for Game of the Month. We're going to talk about that as well. We have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And we have uh, Patreon link down below as well if you'd like to support the channel further than liking, commenting, sharing, and all that cool stuff. Watching the episodes. Thank you so. Much. Much for all your guys' support. And uh, type in hashtag STLG on your comment if you'd like to be considered on our reading your guys' comment segment of tastecast which we will be doing in this episode. Um, if you want your comment to be extra considered, put in hashtag STLG in your comment and I will extra consider it. I'll look right at it I'll go, that's probably the one. Otherwise, I pick at random. So if you didn't get your comment read on the show and you didn't type in a hashtag STLG, sorry, bud. Um, yeah, so uh, TastyCast, we haven't done TasteCast in years and uh i'm really excited to finally sit down talk with you guys again about gaming stuff but also kind of catch up a little bit because uh we have a segment that we start every taste Cast with, uh, of what we've been playing and um i feel like uh we can talk about what we've been playing the last month but if there's anything like in the last or the last week if there's anything like the last month you guys like are more particularly want to talk about feel free because we haven't been talking about this i think Um, this will be
1: pretty easy for me and you anyways because a lot of that time was um busy
0: yeah i I played one game so So, but i'm gonna talk about that one game so that's the whole reason i'm even bringing it up um so yeah uh let me check real quick and yeah let's start with what we've been playing um and let's start with uh chevy all right so I
1: mean, my primary game I've been playing lately has uh, mostly just been Final Fantasy XIV. Um, we got some new free company members, so been... I've been um, hearing all about them. Wow, well, one of them. <laughs> um, though, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been cool. Uh, it's been really weird having people I don't know in there, just because mostly um, it's usually somebody knows somebody type of thing. Stranger danger. Yeah, and I'm sure Chris was thrilled. Uh, but a, uh, a friend of the channel, uh, Rob, uh, who plays with us. Very good friend of the channel. Yeah. He, uh, best buddy friend of the channel. He decided to go snatch up some newbies. And so we kidnapped him. We have some fresh blood in the the free company and they had a lot of questions, which is totally fine.
0: Um, like, where am I? Who are you? Do my parents know I'm here? Do I have permission to go to the bathroom? (laughs) Sir?
1: No. Stay out of the free company awesome. house. I'm nobody's boss. You stay in the yard. <laughs> um, the other thing that's just been like standard affair. Uh, they, uh, they brought back uh, an event from like four or five years ago is a yokai watch crossover event. Um, it is a lot shorter to do this time because it was a nightmare of a grind the first time. So um, I don't think it's necessarily that fun, but if you're a collection nut, I you know, you got plenty of time to do it so you don't have to grind out on it the way i think most people mm-hmm. tend to be doing it anyways and then uh i think the rising event is still technically happening which is kind of there like every year they celebrate the fact that the game is in service cuz the story of the game you know was that it was going to fail so uh it's kind of like the dev's teams once a year thank you this is because of you event Yeah. So, um, and I always appreciate that, anyways, because Yoshi P, the game director, has an avatar in game, and he shows up and like talks to your character specifically about like the last year and stuff like that. And it's really neat. It's, it's like so.
0: God just showing up talking to you.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you get pulled out of the the game world and into a. And I would start a fucking strip cult after that happened to me. <laughs> I'd be like, the I mean, Yoshi P kind of does have a little cult following, so uh, <laughs> makes sense. So um I always I always the love creator. I always love the the rising event just because it feels very personal. So other than that, I mean, just yeah, normal stuff. I'm just kind of waiting for uh, there's still adding stuff to this patch and the the main feature of it is still a couple weeks out, um, which will be what keeps everyone busy. Uh, we did get good news today though that they took the the loot cap off the raid. so now you can just run it over and over and over again instead of once a week. So
0: hmm. that's pretty cool.
1: So, time to farm. Um, Let's see. What else have we been playing? I played a little bit of Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. I can't talk about it, but I played a little bit. I played a little bit of Street Fighter V. I can't talk about it, (laughs) (laughs) but I played a little bit of it. Um, And then me and Chris uh, played some EDF Five on PC, and that's a blast. Um, That's – and we talked about it last month for Game of the Month. You should check that out, but – that game is just so easy to just, like, once you start playing it, it you just, you're in it. And yep. it's just hitting next mission over and over. There's, there's multiple nights where I was like, I'm going to go to bed. And then two hours later, I was like, dude, I really, I got to go to bed. <laughs> like, so um, super recommend picking up that game and trying it. Um, I know it looks weird, but, man, just play it. Yeah, just shut and play it. <laughs>
0: and That's really all I have of note that I've played. So Fair. Um, I'll go next. So I uh, played Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicle a little bit. I need to play more. I want to play with you guys a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh played Street Fighter Five. Um, not gonna say anything about my opinion, but um, that game is busy visually. Holy shit! I'm I've been playing Street Fighter in a little bit, so like <laughs> I came back and started it up because we got to play it for the the show, and um, I was just really kind of uh, blown away by how much was going on visually music and like all the stuff happening and all the i'll talk about it more at the end of the month (laughs) but uh but i got a lot to say about it because i was like what the fuck is happening um played deep rock galactic almost exclusively um for like the last month in the time that we were moving uh that's been the reason why our schedule has been so exacerbated lately. Uh, anytime I did have a chance to play a game, I was playing Deep Rock Galactic. If you don't know what that is, it is a first-person, uh, one-to-four-player cooperative game uh, with uh, dwarves. You go into mines, you look for stuff, you do certain missions, kind of like Payday 2. They randomly uh, they randomly pop up, and you do them with friends, and it's got four classes. They all do their own you know, specific things that are very team-oriented, and it's overall just a blast. I love the game used to play um you know a while ago got back into it with some friends and uh we've been playing it pretty uh non-stop until like the last week um and uh yeah it's, it's still really fucking good i've kind of made this uh this for anybody who follows the channel regularly this will this will mean more to you than somebody who maybe is watching this for the first time and if you're watching this for the first time uh welcome to the channel uh hit the subscribe button i'll see you in the next episode um but uh I've decided to stop hopping games as much as I normally do and just try and stick to at least like four games, which I know even sounds like a lot of games, but it's dramatically less than like 10 games a week. So I was like, I'm gonna play Deep Rock Galactic and only Deep Rock Galactic. And then uh, I got another game I'm playing right now. And now I'm kind of like putting them into segments. I'm like, this is my FPS. This is my MMO. This is my blah, <laughs> blah, 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 And I'm only gonna play those games because uh, I, I just, I hop games so much that I don't get to fully invest and enjoy the games that I'm trying. Uh, constantly, And so Deep Rock Galactic has been that experiment for me, and it's been going really well. I've been playing it a lot. I got um, a max-level dwarf. Uh, if you don't know, there is an end game now to Deep Rock Galactic where there's something called Deep Dives. You have to be, I think, level 25 and promoted to be able to do them. They're a weekly raid that uh, have a name, and they're designed a specific way by the devs. And uh, you can do them as much as you want, but you can only complete it once and get the weekly rewards, um, which are mods for your weapons that change the way they work so that's really neat um and i am planning on trying to do that in a weekly basis now um just to kind of unlock all the stuff in that game uh otherwise that game just a blast to play like i fucking i love that game i it upsets me that uh people love that game and not enough people have played it so um i hope other people will get around to playing it enjoying it because uh every time i play it i'm just like this is just such a cool fucking idea and it plays so well it's got so many good ideas so uh yeah, Deep Rock Galactic is awesome. I've been playing it a lot. And then the other game I've been playing a lot lately, and by a lot, I mean like in the last like three or four days, I've been playing it almost nonstop, is I've come back to Guild Wars 2. Uh, I've told the story a million times. I'm going to tell it a million and one times at this point. And uh, just my history with Guild Wars 2 and the reason I didn't play it. So I played it when it first came out eight years ago, and then I got hacked, uh, got my character back, they didn't return all my gear. For some reason, I hit them up. I'm like, "Hey, where's my gear at?" They're like, "Oh, we returned it to the state before the hack." I'm like, "Yeah, but I wasn't naked and and penniless uh, on my journey to 80. And uh, they're like, "Well, that's how it was." I'm like, "Okay." And then, um, like maybe a year later after that, my account just like disappeared. And I couldn't log into it, um, so I wrote it off. I was like, you know, I used to love Guild Wars 2, uh, but it, you know, that's two two big strikes for me. I can't, I can't. Yeah, I'm not going to buy the game again. I'm not going to support this game, blah, blah, blah. blah. Anyway, recently I was having a conversation with friend uh, about MMOs and, uh, kind of went back to the idea of, uh, Guild Wars 2 and how much I used to love that game. Like I love that fucking game. And, uh, I, out of curiosity, I checked if my account was there. It was, and all my characters and everything. So I was like, Holy shit. Let's see if I can get back into this. And, uh, long story short, I did. Uh, I've been playing it a shitload lately. Um, which has been really, really great because uh, outside of Final Fantasy 14 I've been pretty much wanting a new MMO desperately, something new and exciting to play, and they don't really exist anymore. And I've played most of the old ones, and a lot of them are either dead or they just haven't gone in a direction that's great. And like Final Fantasy Fourteen seems to be one of the only ones that's kind of like still pumping out new and relevant stuff world of warcraft of course does but i'm not a big wow guy it's just my preference it's nothing against the game uh blizzard fans i I promise um but uh but guild wars 2 was off my radar completely and so i've come back to it and i've been just kind of like reimmersing myself in the game that almost feels like a brand new game at this point also very familiar though because uh, i go to every zone and i'm like oh my god i remember this it's it's been like seven years since i touched this game so it's been a fucking grip and uh all the songs I, I remember, I just everything about the game It's just been really cool to come back to. But uh, since I've been gone, two expansions have come out. There's another expansion coming out soon. There, it's going to be the third one um, soon, I mean, within the next year. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've been working on getting mounts. I'm working on my second mount now, uh, which is pretty cool. The first one is a, a raptor, velociraptor that you can run with and has an ability to jump uh, horizontally really far. The next mount has the ability to jump vertically really far. Uh, It's called a springer. It looks like a rabbit, but then like the amount of skins in the game uh, for the mounts literally changed the 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 visual style of the mount so you can have Velociraptor and turn into something completely different But it maintains the same ability which I think is really neat And then I'm working towards getting my glider which came out in another expansion It allows you to glide off of things you jump off of which is pretty cool Um and, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's just really neat to come back to this game. Because, first off, I got a couple people uh, playing with me, which is cool. I just told some people, like, hey, I'm hopping back in. They're like, oh, fuck you, yeah, I'll, I'll hop back in, too. And we've been playing doing PvP and stuff like that. Um, but uh, it's, it's just been cool to hop back in, have people to play with. And uh, when I left the game originally, you, you got to 80, you did the dungeons, and then you just grinded for, essentially, cosmetics. And... Some of us are more honest about that ain't doing it for us, and they left earlier than me. And then there's me going, it's neat. It's neat. I like cosmetics. This was, you know, way before Overwatch came out, and I just realized I can't play a game for cosmetics alone. I just can't do it. Um, but uh, coming back to it now, there's all this endgame stuff to unlock and, and work towards uh, far more than there was before. So that has been really cool to come back and see that there is stuff to. Uh, work for outside of just cosmetic things and uh yeah so it's, it's 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 a blast um having a lot of fun with it and uh if anybody wants to hop on with us you can go on to i think ferguson crossing is the server we're on and our guild is tasty loot gaming tlg and uh yeah just uh let me know you want to hop in and play with us if you want to but uh that game's popping too it's fucking crazy like, I'm glad to see that, because I'll revisit MMOs every once in a while, and I look around, I'm like, this is depressing. A lot of Mario. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, this is fucking shit. There's,
1: there's like a handful of, like, well-populated ones at this yeah. point, so.
0: Yeah, and so, like, I'm revisiting all these other ones, and I'm like, oh, man, I remember the glory days of this. Holy mm-hmm. shit. And then I come back to this, Guild Wars 2, and I'm in the beginning zone, and there's just people fucking everywhere. And I was like, okay. And I go to other zones, there's people everywhere. I'm like, so this game just legit has a community. That's, that's fucking awesome. Um, So really happy about that. Uh, when I think
1: them and, uh, and final fantasy both did a really smart thing and made the effectively the base game free. So, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, so you get a whole game, you get to just try it out, which is going to populate them low zones.
0: So. I was telling you about this too, but there's all these like um, people in forums talking about uh, mounts and uh, not having access to them because they don't have the expansions uh, or having to pay for skins and stuff like that. And they're playing the base game that I bought when it came out for free. Yeah. And they're like, they're like, look, I'm willing to spend money, but not like this. I'm not doing this. This MMO is not for me. And I'm like, okay, like you came in for free. There's stuff that you, you, the game needs to be supported. Uh, that's why it exists. That's why you get to play it. Um, and it's just funny to see people just go like. You want me to fucking spend money on your game? You gave it to me for free. You want me to give you more? You want me to give you money for more content? (laughs) What a fucking, what a bunch of grifters. (laughs) And it's just like, what the fuck? Like, where does that even come from? It's crazy how people don't understand how free to play works. It's not a charity. Well, yeah, for sure. And especially
1: like in the MMO space where the only way you can get people in the door, these, Days is by making free to play, um, or at least you know, pay once and, and then have access type of deal. Um, mm-hmm. There's reoccurring, you know, uh, uh, bills that these guys got to pay. So and yep. they want to keep making stuff for the game. They got to pay people to do that. So, right?
0: Yeah. I, don't right. Know. I especially when you look at the server and how popular it is. I'm like. You understand that costs money to run the server, to maintain things, to have a team there to, uh, you know, take your, uh, you know, tickets in if you're having an issue in the game. Uh, mm-hmm. New content being developed, new expansions being developed. Like they're not just sitting around going like, yeah. Out of the goodness of our heart, we're going to create a great experience for everybody. We expect nothing for it.
1: Well, and then you were saying like some of those skins are like, well, I think you said you can like kind of get like a a randomized one for four bucks or whatever.
0: Yeah, you either get one – you get them at random or you can pay a little bit more and pick directly which one you want. So,
1: I mean – And there's a shitload assume, and they're all
0: very different looking.
1: Uh, assuming these guys make more than minimum wage, uh, you're not even paying an hour of their, their time. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess my brain works differently on that, but – What, just being realistic? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weird to me. But, um, a couple, I don't know. Couple, well, go ahead. I was just going to say, anyone who's, who's – Follow the show knows at this point but like you know uh, me and you specifically have had a history with like getting into a free-to-play game and if we're like sinking time into it like okay cool yeah i'm gonna go ahead and get you know here's some money here's some money here's some warframe money. Warframe. Warframe. Yeah, warframe was yeah. a big one
0: um i've put a lot of money into warframe and
1: i put money into the other free-to-play mmos not like to the same extent like i'll if i've played him for <laughs> that's not Final fantasy 14 <laughs> Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, that's a monthly subscription, though. I just give them extra because I enjoy the game at that point. I give them extra and play the game.
0: <laughs> um, I'm like, I like that mount.
1: No, but even like, I'm trying to think of a good example. Um, whatever. Anyways, any like free to play MMO that comes out, if I play for more than like a couple of days, I like, I in the back of my head, I'm like, ah, yeah, I can drop 10 bucks, whatever. Because at that Tell point, game, like, yeah. I'm playing it. Now, am I going to continue right. doing that? Not necessarily. That might just be my one and done. And because I don't know what my investment in the game is going to be at that point, but I've enjoyed it enough to, to play a couple, you know, for a while.
0: They deserve something. So, yeah. Um, I want to close out real quick with what I've been playing just by talking about real fast. Guild Wars two things I like about it as an MMO, because, uh, we haven't talked about guild wars 2 on the show really ever because it's never it hasn't been on our radar yeah uh we've talked about since we've done the show (laughs) yeah we've talked about final fantasy 14 many times it's a great mmo definitely recommend it uh the thing i really enjoy about guild wars 2 though is just how well it plays that shit is buttery smooth the combat plays fantastic the uh, builds in the game can get really interesting, uh, even more so now. That there's uh, like advanced uh, specializations for each class that were not there when I used to play. So you can get really kind of crazy. For instance, I my first level 80, which is max level in the game, uh, was an engineer who essentially drops turrets, uses tools, um, and uh, does a bunch of random stuff, shoots stuff, blah 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 blah. He has an advanced specialization called Hollow uh, Smith, and he essentially turns into a hologram, and it's like a sword. And it's it's like a more like attacking. Uh, uh, tankier uh, build uh, where I have like a sword and shield and you don't really think of that as an engineer but it's like one of the top rated fucking engineer builds right now uh, is the (laughs) Hallsmith build Um, so they've done a lot to Kind of go like, well, you think your your class is for this, but now we're introducing new ways to play. And I really kind of Mm. dig that. And that really kind of goes into the PvP as well, which Guild Wars 1 and Guild Wars 2 have both been very good about being PvE and PvP-centric, I would say, evenly. They're very good about paying respect to both of those uh, ways of playing. Mm. Because you have people who want to play PvE games. You have people who want to play PvP games. They typically don't intersect. I'm weird. I like them both. Uh, So, Guild Wars Two has always kind of called to me because uh, there's just all a shitload of PVE content, and then I I would say some of the best PVP and MMOs. Uh, I've been playing it a lot um, lately, and uh, it just works really well, plays really well, feels fair, um, and uh, I just really enjoy the just how buttery smooth the combat is. It feels so good. Uh, animations in the game are great. Graphics it was kind of weird. I, I logged in and I was in some of the earlier zones. I looked at am like, okay, it has aged a bit. Like I remember when I first saw the game, I was like, mm-hmm. Oh my God, this is an amazing looking MO eight years later. Come back. and look at it. I'm like, you know, it's, it's gracefully aging, but it's definitely aging. And then with some of the newer zones, I got the mounts and shit. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Here's the newer shit because this stuff looks <laughs> fantastic. The oh mounts animations are so fucking good. And they're so, uh, clean and crisp looking as like, you know, just, uh, you know, the, the raptor looks great and the way it moves and like it even controls different than your character um you can hmm. tell they put a lot of work into it and i really really dig that so um plus it has a world i really like um exploring uh it has things to complete exploration of the map and it gives you things for finding everything on the map so it's one of the only games out there i'm like actually wanting to complete the whole fucking thing i think i have like 86 percent of the map completed with my engineer and that's with the expansion content so
1: it does remind me i remember uh doing that even in guild wars one though yeah they've always been really good about like hey make sure to check every nook and cranny so
0: and there's like a lot of like platforming segments i know 14 does that as well some platforming stuff Mm -hmm. Um, i hate it but yes yeah (laughs) uh missions in guild wars two are interesting because it just gives you a hub of multiple things you can do so you can quest the way you want to quest maybe you want to go fight monsters for this area you can do that or you can go like uh, fucking water some dude's plants if you want to do that i just did a mission uh request recently where uh one of the options was to go to the hospital and help fucking do surgery which first off i'm not a fucking doctor i don't know why you're trusting me secondly you go up to the patients and they're sitting on the fucking table and they're just like okay i gotta fucking cut my leg so it's gonna need stitches next i need you to get the poison out of my blood third i need you to suture it up and uh and make sure that we stop the bleeding and i'm like are you the doctor (laughs) every single patient she's like let me tell you how to do this i'm like i'm not a doctor so i'll just listen to you i'll go grab the shit um but it's neat because it's almost like a memory thing not not a memory thing you just got to read what they're saying and just you know do the right things accordingly and i thought it was kind of a neat um way to mix up uh you know questing and games that can just be go kill 20 wolves um but yeah yeah guild wars 2 is is awesome really surprised to see it's not on console that game would play great on console 14 plays on console and it's way more intricate and it's like macros than fucking um i mean
1: they built an entire ui just to make it work on console so
0: yeah yeah mm-hmm. but like you know with guild wars 2 it's like you have five macros another five typically and then some classes have another five maybe you easily put that on a controller
1: i don't think NCSoft's ever dabbled in console
0: Maybe yeah, they have, but it's, it's weird. And with their current I model, can't think of anything. they would, they would mm-hmm. boost their fucking, uh, their community, uh, even more with the model they have on console. Release of free to play by the expansions.
1: Yeah. I just, <laughs> I don't think that company is interested in console, unfortunately, because I sure. agree with you. I do think it could only benefit it, but
0: it's already doing well. So yeah. it's just like for MMOs now, um, so seems like a missed opportunity. So
1: yeah, I don't imagine that the the age of the game at this point that the amount needed would be that crazy anyway. No, so. it's eight
0: years in. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Just so fucking crazy, man. Like playing the game has been like a time capsule. I'm like eight years ago. <laughs> I feel like I just played this. It's <laughs> crazy. Oh, yeah. How well, old like, am I?
1: who am I? Where am I? Is it, 6 7 years now for Final Fantasy 14 not including 1.1 1. 1, or 1.0. 1. See, that's crazy. And 1.0 I think is 10 years old at this point. So. Yeah. Yeah, 10 years. Wild shit.
0: Um, and yeah. No new MMOs up in that bracket. I feel like that's Guild crazy. Wars 2 and Final Fantasy 14 were some of the, some of the last like great MMOs. It was like towards the end of like when they started releasing uh, a lot of, like, smaller free-to-play MMOs, they were all fine, like Neverwinter and shit. But at that point, it just seemed yeah. like MMOs dropped off. Well, the market got way too flooded, and then the free-to-play greed got real thirsty, so... Yeah. And yeah. it became stagnant because everybody... Uh, I've talked about this a million times. We've talked about this a million times. Everyone's talked about this a million times, but... Uh, The the road to WoW becoming what WoW is, being in the perfect place at the perfect time, but also doing all the lessons learned from MMOs prior while introducing its own ideas that did really well, they found the fucking secret sauce to success with MMOs. And so everybody else, aside from a couple other people, went... We, we need to make it just like fucking um, Battle Royales. We need to make one of those yeah. because we want a piece mm-hmm. of that money. For sure. So they made these games that were uninspired. So you had a lot of fucking WoW clones, a lot of WoW clones. And WoW didn't even create yeah. a lot of these ideas, but WoW fucking made them all work perfectly to the point where anyone could pick up WoW and just it, it would just click for them. It would just work. Everything mm-hmm. is like one of the most complete MMOs ever made. Um, and... uh. So many people try to get in the game just to fucking get the money they're making. Yeah. But so they did, they, 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 there's no fucking heart in it. So Final Fantasy 14 is completely different than WoW. It's not even fucking in the same ballpark. And it's the reason why people either love it or hate it because it's, 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 uh, without shame, its own fucking game. And I would argue Guild Wars 2 takes a lot of the fucking ideas, very popular in MMOs, but it, 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 just like the original Guild Wars, rejects a lot of the standards of MMOs. Yeah. It doesn't mm-hmm. care about the Holy Trinity. You can still do it, but it, it it goes, you don't need to fucking be a healer. You don't need to be a tank. You can play fucking however you want. And also rejects the idea of questing in the same uh, standard sense of other uh, MMOs. It, it wants to give you a more free-form way of uh, leveling up. Um, so, And I think that's one reason why those two games probably are still around. Is because they offered something that wasn't just a rip-off of WoW.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, that right. makes sense. Um, I mean, there was a few others out there that I think had a chance, but like I said, the management screwed it up. Because, like, um, you know, good examples. I think, like, Ion took a lot of the... Because, you know, 14 at its core is still, like, kind of, like, using the same systems that WoW uses for combat and stuff like that. It just slows it down and and uh, uses the weaving system instead of just purely GCD or whatever, but... Um, But like, and then Ion took rotations and, and simplified it because it's a PVEVP game. Mm. So you, at any moment, could be fighting someone. And it's even in like Final Fantasy XIV, when you do PVP, they simplify combos because it's about focusing on the fight and less about what you're pushing. So, right. Uh, yeah, but, you know, Ion was revolutionary in that. And they did. Yeah, it was a really cool idea. But unfortunately, the direction the game went, the player base. Was like, eh, I don't want to do this. It is so crazy so. to
0: watch almost all MMOs. The longer they exist for, the longer they risk ruining everything. Yep. 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 Yeah, and a lot of that comes
1: down to, and I think you're seeing that a lot, it just in game development these days, anyways. But like communication with the players, big yeah. time. Um, well, yeah, it's it's like communication of what the players
2: want, and then what the game developers want out of to bring to the game as well. Um, that kind of comes into clash. Sometimes it feels like.
1: Well, mm-hmm. like I even remember, like when we were playing a lot of Warframe, like being able to watch those dev streams and like be spoken directly to, and they did it during a live stream, so they could read chat and see feedback like instant, like at that moment too. Yeah. So um, there was a, a relationship there, um, and then you're seeing that now, like you know, Final Fantasy fourteen does their live letters, um, which are done live on Twitch. They mm-hmm. they read the chat while it's happening, type of thing. They they talk to the community and stuff, and you see more and more companies doing that, and I think it's. Um, I think it's a huge part of the success of uh, these types of games. Inclu- I'm, and I'm lumping Warframe into the MMO genre of, yeah. you know, for this. But um, even like Destiny, uh, they got a lot of crap at first because they, they literally were just doing whatever they wanted. And now they're trying to listen to the community. I hear from, because I'm, I'm not in the wild community, but I keep hearing like with this expansion coming out too, they're doing the same thing. They're, they're yeah. talking to the community. That That is huge. It's a huge thing. Yeah. <laughs> When you just sit in your office and you tell the customer what they want instead of asking them what they want, um, you run into your IONs your and all your other free-play a- MMOs, essentially, uh, Neverwinter, etc. So. I mm-hmm.
0: do think it's so important to be able to create what you want to create, yeah. the way you want to create it. But if you're doing games as a service, you have to keep your customer there. And yeah, so you have sure. to find yeah. a fucking balance. And I almost think it's more of a balance leaning over towards You know, what the customer wants while trying to implement Mm -hmm. your ideas as well. Uh, Because you have to trust the dev too. They're a fucking developer. Most people don't know how to make a game. Um, So, and then, you know, somebody had the idea in the first place to make the fucking game. So uh, there's a balance there. But if you don't listen to the community uh, and you start making decisions that they're just not digging, you can't expect people to stick around. Like it's no. like it's stupid I even just had to say that. Yeah. But like you see devs <laughs> all the time do something, if you're like, well, I'm not fucking buying that. And they're like fucking fine, don't make defensive, like, yeah. and I'm like, What are you doing? You're you're a business. Yeah. You have to make money to survive. Like Yeah, it's wild. It, you just gotta fucking you have to find that balance. I'm not saying anybody has to be you don't have to one hundred percent listen to the customers and be their slave. And you don't have to just listen to the fucking dev, um and and you know just be like, well, the devs always right. Well, no, not always. But is their game? So if they expect uh, something back, they need to work with you as the customer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There is a balance mm-hmm. that has to be done there. And so uh, devs that listen to their community um, are just smart. And across the board, show that they're successful. Yeah. I mean, if you look at all of them, I mean, WoW has gone up and down, and it's and it's like uh, the way people view it based off of how well they're listening to the community. Mm -hmm. When they feel like they're not being heard, they fucking hate the game. People who love WoW will talk the biggest shit about that game when they're not happy. (laughs) And then as soon as they're heard, they're like, oh, it's great, yeah, Yeah. I have my problems, but... (laughs) It's always that up and down. So Blizzard just needs to maintain trajectory on on working with their community, especially with a game that fucking old. At this point, just listen to people. (laughs) If you got a good story, to tell tell your fucking story. But if people are really unhappy with the feature you implemented, get rid of it.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and by all means, like, experiment and stuff. I do think that's very important because, like, sure, you might come up with an idea that the, your uh, customers essentially aren't going to think of because they're not in the same mindset as you are as a creator. Um, and find a way to implement it. And if it's not well received, either try to modify it or just don't do it again. Like,
0: yeah. 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 And it's all case by case, too. I mean, like, you know, uh, when it came to Mass Effect 3, I get people's criticisms of it, specifically how they felt like they were cheated out of the idea of, uh, and it's not an MO, of course, but just, you know, devs disagreeing with their communities. I stand by the people who made Mass Effect 3 because that's their story. They want to tell it that way. And, right. you know, but the backlash they get, if they do it in a way that people don't like, they got to deal with that, too. Mm-hmm. You can't be angry because you did that. You decide to do it, and people don't like it. They don't fucking like it. At the same time, I understand where where people who played the game were upset that they had the standard of choice and consequence throughout the games that they played, and then they played a third game that didn't have that. Yeah. Um. And so, I get people are upset about that because it just kind of flipped the 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 uh, expectation um, over. Um, so that, that's a situation where I'm like, you know, I don't think there's really anyone right or wrong in that situation. It's a little um, trickier too. Cause like you said, it's not a games as a service game. That's like a yeah, storyboard. Exactly. Like, yeah, right. Right. but um, games as a service though, like, you know, your success depends on how you create content for the people who want to buy yeah. it, mm-hmm. um, flat out. That's just how it is. So. Yeah, it's one hundred percent a give and take relationship. Yeah, and you so, yep. kind of saw in Destiny and Destiny Two before they wised up with what Destiny Two is now, which they're doing a great job with it now. Um, really, kind of an up and down of that of them going, "Well, we're going to do this, but we're not doing it that way. We're not doing that way." community's like, well, "Why not? Why wouldn't you do it that way?" And they're like, "We're well, not doing it that way." And then eventually they're like, "Oh, we're going to do it that way. We're not going to make Destiny 3 <laughs> Five months after we made Destiny Two, I, I will say that a large part of that was probably you know leadership change. Sure. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not blaming Activision 100%, but right. it definitely helped that. It is a factor. It is 100%. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I've been playing. Chris, what are you been <laughs> playing. Good conversation.
2: Um well, I as, as usual, I play Final Fantasy 14, just doing the raids, uh getting those down, making making progress. It's 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 slowed down a little bit, but it's still progress is being made. Um so it's fun and exciting. Uh I love Watching my my opening DPS and then get sad by my continued DPS as a dancer. Because <laughs> it starts out really high, like, you know, peaking like 23, sometimes 27,000 DPS. And then it hops down to 13. I'm like, oh, well, there it goes. It's
0: quite a difference. Yeah, it's bursty.
2: It's very bursty. <laughs> but it's fun. Um, I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter lately. Um, and not on PlayStation. Uh, I got a, a good deal for Monster Hunter and Iceborne for the PC. It was like I think thirty-five bucks for everything altogether. together. Nice. Um, yeah, and just the graphic difference as well as the load time difference is astronomical. Like it is it's ridiculous.
0: Story. Wait, wait. <laughs> if only they and, would have released it at the same time as the consoles. I probably would have bought it on PC.
2: Yeah, it's such a difference, and they released um, a weapon tree that is uh, called the Defender Tree, and it is designed to get you through the base game quicker, so you can start doing the Iceborne stuff to catch up with Hmm. friends who've already played, and I literally got to Master Rank within a day. So it really kind of if you just if you just focus on the main story quest you can just fly through it real quick and then as soon as Iceborne stuff happens and the master rank stuff happens that weapon is just like a baseline weapon like it doesn't do you any additional good to have it. Hmm. Um, but it's just it's so much fun playing with some people and getting all the gear again and trying new weapons out and the controls. Uh, I I started with bow. And I use mouse and keyboard for that because I can, you know, flick aim quicker on the monsters with it, which is really nice. And then if I want to do melee weapons, I just pick up my controller and it just instantly detects that I'm using controller and converts to that. So I don't have to worry about, like, plugging it in and resetting it and launching the game again. It just instantly switches back and forth, hmm. um, which is really, really, really nice.
0: you make um, me want to like- fucking buy it for PC. <laughs> Sounds way better. Do it. Do it. Do it.
2: <laughs> and they're releasing... New content for it coming out here soon. Um, it, I believe it's the final content that they're releasing for the game, um, but it's supposed to be one of the. I think it's Fatalis
0: mm-hmm. that they're oh, releasing. Just the like
2: it's, it's like yeah, it's like the big, big end all Elder Ender Dragon that has kind of existed throughout most of the games, um, as well as they're making. If I remember right, all of the armor in the game will now be layered armor that you can make. So now you can literally make your character look however you want it to, That's which is cool. really fun. And because it's on PC, you can install mods. Um, so some of my friends who I'm playing with have HP bar mods installed, so you can see how much health the monster has. Um, a rough sense of it. Um, so it's kind of like, it's, it's a little easier to detect like when you need to trap the monster, and you know how fast you're going to kill the monster. I mean, I don't have any... Mod. Sorry? They got the easy mode mod on. That's what I was. I, I give them shit for it all the time. Like, if you can't tell if the monster's
0: ready to trap just by looking at its behavior, then you're not doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, play all you want to play, but I, yeah. I sure that takes away from it for me. Same,
2: same. I haven't installed any. The only mod I've installed is the one released by Capcom, and it's the high res
1: texture mod. I mean, that's completely um, different.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I'd be interested in certain mods, just stuff that takes away from the like the monster hunter aspect of Monster Hunter. Uh, And I just wouldn't do it. I'm not going to judge anybody for doing it. I'm not going to be like, sure, you fucking play like that. But yeah, the idea of like not having to read the monster, that's like such a huge part of the game.
2: Yeah, learning like the patterns and like, oh, that one's weak now because until it's doing like it's drooling more or something like that. But it's still fun overall, just going back through it again and like redoing things with different weapons and trying out new stuff and just how fast it just loads
3: so fucking fast. (laughs) It's ridiculous.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's probably the biggest complaint I have about the console. Uh, Monster Hunter is load time, is mm-hmm. pretty
0: rough. So, yeah, yeah, especially in a game that you have to load a lot. Yeah, to to go in yeah. between stuff, which is whatever. I right? you know, without the PC version, that's just how the game plays for but, sure. It, but, but, but it, it you was do definitely depo- noticeable. Or, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's fun. Um, and then I dabbled a little probably like a day in guild wars 2 um
3: yes
2: (laughs) (laughs) i i tried to make a new character just so i could like get the feel of the controls again and kind of figure out what i was doing and i was like i can't play through the beginning area again for the 90th time so I just jumped on my 80, which is a Mesmer, which is, it's so unique as far as like MMO classes go. I've never seen anything like it before. It's, it's an illusionist based class. You make clones and then the more of those clones you have, you can shatter them to like do damage or confusion, status effects, shielding. Like I it's just hate
0: really them in class. PVP because <laughs> there's just like eight of him. And I'm like, uh, which
2: is the real one. <laughs> Uh, and they use weapons in such a unique way, um, compared to like other MMO like that I've experienced before. I have a great sword; that's my primary weapon, and I, it's not a melee weapon. It's a ranged weapon. I put my hands out, kind of like this, and I spin the sword between, it, and it shoots laser beams out of it. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, they, they get really creative with uh, the classes, even like the more magic-based ones, using like a traditional weapon and still making it feel. Within the classes boundaries of what you'd expect from them, like yeah, the game is really unique in that in that sense. Yeah, yeah I mean it's just effectively like
1: a, a totem or a, an, yeah. a relic or whatever for them at that point.
0: The, that's what makes the builds in the game so interesting. Is you're like messing around with your specializations, the amount of different uh, skills you've unlocked that you can only have certain ones. Uh, you know, at a time, and then the mm-hmm. weapons you have, and some uh, classes can switch your weapons, so you're changing your moves constantly. Uh, yep. Engineer, you can't change your weapon now. You used to be able to, now you can't, which is interesting, but it's because oh. Holosmith exists. And then uh, I'm playing a Revenant right now, and uh, Revenant's interesting because you can switch your weapon, but then you also have two spirits, and you get to switch between the spirits, so you're essentially doing the same thing with your weapons that you're doing with your skills. And then Jesus. you get all these personal and shit layers. that happen from uh changing the spirit too to, to amp mm-hmm. you up and buff you and shit so like when i'm in pvp i'm just like fighting dudes and i got one heal from this spirit and moves and i six you know use them all and then i start taking damage i heal and then i move over to the other spirit pulls my energy back up i start hitting them with those fucking moves use a heal recently i was telling you about this but uh i started pulling top healer And I'm, like, just running and ganking people a lot, just fucking murdering people and shit, 1v1ing people and wrecking them with Revenant. I'll get, like, uh, best offense, best defense, and then I just recently started getting best healer because I'm healing myself so often that I'm, like, (laughs) pulling that from healers. And I was, like, when that first happened, I was, like, best healer? How the fuck that happened? I'm, like, I must be getting hit so much and healing so much that I'm just doing the most healing to myself. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, to, to you know, talking about the the classes. The Revenant's really interesting in that regard. I picked it, and then I looked on forums, and people were like, uh, The Revenant's a complicated class. And I was like, of course it is. Of course I picked that. <laughs> it's like when I picked up The Monk in uh, 14. And, like, people are like, well, it's kind of a more complicated class compared to, you know, some of the ones you just fucking nuke shit with. You know, you have mm-hmm. to, like, run around and do all your fucking stances and stuff. I love it. I love because I'm fucking hyperactive mentally and so like I need to be like in this I need to have to have something to do so mm. I appreciate that kind I, of stuff
2: I, that's one of the things I like about Guild Wars 2 is like everything feels so unique even though you have like a basis idea of like what the class is kind of going to be like they are so unique in, in compared to like mainstay like a necromancer in this like the main one you start with you would think would be like a dagger or a staff but the first thing you start with is a fucking hatchet which is so like <laughs> it's fun because like you said, they use it in such a way that makes it feel natural for the magic user. Like you swing the ax and it from a distance will slash the enemies, make them have reduced armor you spin the ax in your hand. And it's just a bunch of like chain damage from a distance. It's just, it's fun and it's mm-hmm. fresh. It feels so fresh in comparison to like the, the stagnant MMO like roles that you have, which I think is what really helps this game out a lot. I agree. Um, but I'm not hundred percent sold on it yet. I think I need to put more time into it. Definitely do. If I, Feel like i want to play it again um but it's free so i don't have any kind of like financial obligation i've made so far because i i bought the original game so
0: and there's four kind of us playing so and we're planning mm-hmm. on we've been already doing pvp pretty regularly we're planning on doing the worldy world stuff uh mm-hmm. i've been doing the pv stuff we have people in the guild who are not interested in pv which is interesting um and uh, the game allows for that. You can play through the game just PvPing in World v World yep. or PvP. Um, and then I want to do dungeons and raids and all sorts of shit. So, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, if you if you get interested enough, it did take me a little bit. The first day was me getting over, like, NCSoft fucked me over. I'm still angry, but this is neat. But fuck them. <laughs> and I bought the expansions. I'm like, ooh, this is cool stuff. So, yeah. I, f- I feel it. I had to, like, convince myself I was into the game again. So, uh,
3: uh,
0: played
2: some Crystal Chronicles. Can't talk about that. With Chevy, played you know E D F. Everything you talked about, we played together. Obviously, I played that with him. Uh, and then I've been playing kind of on my own some more Diablo three
0: here and there. Interesting. Uh,
2: not a lot of it, just a little bit here and there. Just kind of getting back into the the game. But I kind of I play it for an hour. And I'm like, okay, I'm done. Can't play any more of this.
0: Yeah, because it gets a little Diablo too repetitive
2: more. for me. I am so ready for the new Diablo. It looks so gritty and so dark, which is what people have asked for, and I'm kind of intrigued by that.
0: Yeah, it looks like what Diablo three probably should have been. I don't yeah. really have a whole lot of complaints about Diablo three. I think it was really fun, specifically after uh, you know the, the expansion came out. But um, yeah, Diablo four definitely looks like it's uh, returning back to its roots visually when it comes to mm-hmm. just how dark and like more mono- monotone it is in its coloring and bloody and it just looks more gothic and stuff. Yeah. Diablo 3 was so colorful. Even though it was dark, it was still like super colorful and vibrant and It's very cartoony dark. Yeah. It was yeah. weird. Yeah. I agree. Um, but yeah. That's
2: that's pretty much all I can think of that I've been playing.
0: Alright. Anything else? Let us know in the comments what games have you guys been playing? What games would you recommend? Uh, what games would you not recommend? Are you playing the PlayStation Plus games? Make sure to come back at the end of the month for Playstation or Plus Club for PlayStation Plus uh, and we'll talk about then and uh, yeah play uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicle um, and uh, come back and talk to us about that as well Uh, Let us know everything you think about in the comments below. So uh, the first taste cast of every uh, month, we typically do a segment where we go through releases for the month. So we are in September, and we are going to go through that very thing. Um, So, yeah, uh, I'm going to go through the list, and then we'll talk about what we're hyped for and what we're not hyped for. So uh, via IGN, this is September's 2020 list of releases. Uh, Is this PS4 game release dates? Why is it PS4?
1: Uh, PS4 and PS5. Oh. I don't know. I don't think we usually
0: use this one. Yeah. Uh, September 1st, we got Crusader Kings 3 came out for pc we got mx versus atv all out for switch uh tell me why chapter two for xbox one and pc Uh, on september 4th we got dormon story of seasons for ps4 Uh, marvel's avengers for ps4 xbox one and pc nba 2k 21 for ps4 xbox one switch and pc and tony hawks pro skater one and two on ps4 xbox one and pc uh september 8th Uh, which is uh, today, Uh, we got Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I know Josh is uh, stoked for that one. Uh, September 15th, we got Fight Crab coming out on Switch. We got Spelunky 2 coming out on PS4 and PC also on the 15th. Uh, On September 18th, we got WWE 2K Battlegrounds, which I think is that weird chubby wrestling version Mm -hmm. uh of wrestling Mm -hmm. uh for ps4 xbox one switch and pc uh then on the 22nd we got uh 13 sentinels aegis rim uh on ps4 then we got september 24th series sam 4 coming out on pc can't believe they keep making those and then september 25th we got mafia definitive edition which is the original mafia uh redone from the ground up um part of the trilogy of the other two that came out that were remastered coming out on PS4, Xbox one, and PC. And then September 30th, we got Baldur's gate three on PC. That's coming out this fucking month. I Jesus. guess so. Holy shit. Um, all right. Uh, what are we feeling? What are we not feeling? Chris, we'll have you go first.
2: Uh, I'm always interested in another Marvel Avengers game. as long as it's those multiplayer co-op games, I enjoy those a great deal. Um, but I'm not really looking to spend money on it right now. Uh, the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games. Because I, I have a history of those back in the day, 1 and 2. I played a lot of those. And as long as they have the original soundtrack, I'll be down for it. Uh, and then I think the only thing I'm really interested in is Gate 3, just because I enjoy those games.
0: Yeah. 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 Um... I'm curious about Crusader Kings 3. I've um, heard really good things about that. I've played the prior games, and I didn't invest the amount of time you need to invest in a game like that to really know if you like it or not. So um, I don't have an opinion outside of I know people who fucking love these games a lot. And so I'm pretty curious about Crusaders, uh, Crusader Kings 3. Um, I don't know if I'm going to pick it up, but I'm definitely going to look into it more to see if I want to pick it up. Um, Doramon Story of Seasons, that's fucking a name I haven't heard in years. Years. Um, So that's interesting. I don't know what the fuck it is. I might look at it, but uh, it's just interesting to see that. Uh, Marvel's Avengers, is anybody playing that? And if you're playing it, let me know in the comments if you're enjoying it, because that game uh, was coming out. No one cared, it seemed. uh, Has come out. Haven't heard anything about it, really. And... um, I have, like, no hype on it, and that's not negative. I'm not saying it looks bad or whatever. I just, like, when I look at it or know it exists, I'm like, do I want to play that? And it has, like, multiplayer. It has, like, fucking uh, gear. Leveling uh, and stuff, I, yeah. I, I watched mm-hmm. a fucking uh, stream of it, and, like, the quality is really good. I hate the way the characters look. <laughs> but um, yeah. they look like yeah. when you go to a Halloween store, and it's, like, America uh, Soldier, and it's just, like... a. The you know, b-rated version of Captain America and just some kid. It looks they all look like that. <laughs> the um, Incredible
3: bulk!
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: I I, uh, I follow a guy on on Twitter who
1: is playing the Marvels Marvel game, and he said, um, "fun, buggy, but
0: fun." Hmm. Hmm. I, I heard it's fun. I've heard people go that it's like pretty meh to fun. That's about the range I've heard. I haven't heard anyone say it's bad, yeah. but I also have not heard anybody say it's fucking great either. Yeah. So, hmm. um, and not every game needs to be great, but like, uh. I don't know. It's just for some reason. It's it's the same as fucking um uh oh no, that Star Wars game that came out last year. Oh, the Dark Souls Fallen one. Order? Is that the one? I don't remember the name. Anyway, yeah. that came mm-hmm. out and like because my view of Disney Star Wars, I'm sure the game's great. But because of how like soured I am by the Disney Star Wars shit, my hype was just fucking out the window. And like, I'm, I am fatigued on superhero movies right now. Um, I don't have a problem with superheroes. I just am fatigued of, of them. So, you know, anything Marvel, I'm like, "Eh, is the game fun? That's what I care about. I don't care. I don't really care. That's, you know, superheroes, uh, except for any Spider-Man game that's made by, um, Oh no. Insomniac. Insomniac. Uh, I'm (laughs) still for that because fucking Spider-Man was fantastic. Uh, Um, as a game, the
1: same guy, is also playing Tony Hawk's Pro One and Two,
0: and he's raving about that one. Yeah, I've heard really good mm. things about yeah. it. Yeah, you get One and Two, which is cool. It does have the soundtrack. It also has more songs added to it. And you can make but your it own has parks. the original. You can make your own parks, which is fucking dope. Um, I do. I think I'm going to pick that up. Um, I'm not like fucking running out to get it or download it right now, but I do. I do want to play it. Um, but yeah, uh, anyway, so Marvel's Avengers. Somebody, somebody let me know what you think of it. Um, anyone who's been playing it. Someone sell it to him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kingdoms of Amalur Re- Reckoning. I'll wait to hear about it. Um, I was never a big uh, fan of the original one, but I'm curious to see what they do with it. That was a series that was supposed to be a series of games, um, and it just never got to do what they wanted to do with it, so I kind of wonder what could have been, and uh, if this game was successful or were to be successful, I feel like they could maybe explore that. So that'd be kind of cool. Um, Spelunky two, I played the first one. It's kind of fun for a couple of minutes for me, but I'm not a huge fan of it. But Splunky two looked really neat uh, when I was watching it, so I'm kind of curious about that. Uh, Serious Sam four, I want to hear people's opinions on it. I guess I just, I played Serious Sam three as fucking serious Sam Um, Mafia definitive edition I'm gonna buy this for sure 100% I'm really excited that they're doing a full on um, remake of the original Mafia game Uh, everything I've read so far has said that this feels just like a brand new Mafia game only it's the story of the first game Um, it's on the newest tech they got It's built up just like the newest Mafia games and uh, I'm really excited for it. Uh, And then Baldur's Gate 3 is fucking hugely anticipated. I'm fucking so excited for it and I, for some reason had no idea it was coming out At the end of this month, I thought like all the big games were over with, except for Cyberpunk. And now I'm looking at Baldur's Gate 3, going like "fuck, dude." (laughs) That's made by Larian Studios, same guys who made fucking Divinity Original Sin 2 in Original Sin. Fantastic fucking games. We all gave pretty much, I think, A's to. Um, Mm -hmm. So, and this new game is just more of of just that quality. Like I'm fucking, I'm so excited for Baldur's Gate 3 um it doesn't feel real that's coming out so i'm yeah I'm, I'm picking that up probably most likely maybe i am chevy um i have a curiosity for tony hawks Pro skater
1: one and two um i have fond memories of them but i don't know if it's something i'll realistically play these days so mm-hmm. we'll see um i think if the price is right I, i'd be willing to pick that one up um because I think I could find enjoyment out of it still, especially with the creative park aspect of it. Yeah, that's yeah, neat. Uh, Kingdoms of Amalur. I'm kind of on the same page as you. Like I, I remember playing the the first one and like was it had some stuff to it I liked, but it just felt so like dead. <laughs> so uh, I'm hoping that maybe with me being older and appreciate storytelling and games, bet more and stuff like that. Maybe I'll be able to appreciate it more. Um, but I do, I do need to hear more on it first. And then, yeah, Josh will let us know. Blowers gate three is, is a must buy. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: fuck. Yeah. All right. Anything else? No, that was easy.
0: Yeah. Really (laughs) easy short list but it's a couple bangers on there for sure uh let's in the comments what games are you most excited for in september what games are you picking up what games are you on the fence about what games are you strip fucking rejecting let me know what you think of marvel's avengers even if you've heard things from other people let me know what they said too if, if it's relevant enough like you're like oh at least that's great um but uh more specifically i'd really like somebody who's actually playing the game to let me know what they're thinking of it because i've, he- I've heard pretty decent things about it so um Yeah, let us know everything you think about in the comments below. So uh, we are playing catch up right now. And by catch up, I mean like two weeks ago, uh, a game was shown off that uh, I've had many people ask me what I thought about. And I'm like, I'll do a video. I'll do a video. I'll do a video. We're doing the video now, uh, two weeks later, but we're still doing it. So hopefully you guys will enjoy us uh, going through and watching the uh, Black Myth Wukong Official 13 minute gameplay trailer. Uh, This is a game I don't know much about outside of it. It's a Wukong uh, journey to the West uh, game uh, based off that mythology. Um, I I think it's being developed by a Chinese developer. Um, I I don't have much info on it, but I think I read that somewhere. Let me know in the comments someone who actually knows what the fuck they're talking about. And um, we're going to watch this. We're going to talk about it. Um, I have seen small clips here and there of it. Uh, It does graphically look really impressive. Um, but uh, I have not watched the full 13 minute video of it, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm actually really excited to finally watch this and talk about it with you guys. So, uh, anything you guys want to say? I don't even know what I'm getting into, so not really. <laughs> That's cool. We'll get a genuine uh, reaction from you. And Chris, have you watched this? And what are your thoughts? Uh,
2: I watched like maybe like five seconds of someone that, watching this, but I I love Wukong. It's like one of my The Journey to the West is like one of my favorite books, so mm. I'm excited.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh Wukong's, you know, done fairly often enough in a lot of games, but um, the only other game that I that I think really tried to do it full on in like a sci fi way was that um oh no. The people who made uh Hellblade, they made it I can't remember what it's called, but um but uh Andy Circus is in it. He's like one of the main characters. He plays like a Wukong style character. It's really interesting. it, it was a cool game. But enslaved, I think it's enslaved journey to the West or something like that, um, was a really cool game. But other than that, no one's really, you know, mm-hmm. done a game like this. So, um, I'm kind of excited for someone to just go, we're done just throwing Wukong as a character in the games and a character in this game and a warframe and all this shit. Let's just make like a fucking <laughs> Wukong game. Uh, maybe give some people, you know, who, who haven't really looked into that mythology, um, some storytelling and some, um, some gameplay of that and get them interested in it. So I, I kind of like the idea of that. So, uh, yeah, and uh, the graphic fidelity of this game is pretty impressive, specifically when we're moving towards next gen. This looks like a next gen oh, game. So, yeah. um, pretty excited to talk about it. Anything else? Got the video ready, Chris? Yep. All right, uh, three, two, one, and go. <laughs>
3: Why Jon That's quite the beard.
0: Fucking
3: eh.
0: You can tell he doesn't have a mirror around. (laughs) He has no idea what's going on in his face.
3: The
0: game will look far worse than this. (laughs) <laughs> when it releases. Don't at me. Fight him. <laughs>
3: talking about bug snacks.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> bug snacks. Oh, <laughs> talking about bug snacks. The scenery is gorgeous. Yeah. Now it's a really clean-looking game.
3: Got him.
0: Got gotcha, you, motherfucker.
3: Combat looks so fluid. Let's Taste
0: our fires, dude. Fucking eh. There's wildfires happening right now. Because of people like this.
1: I smoke smoke all day
0: today. Yeah, I kind of did today, but I wasn't really thinking about it when Chris mentioned smoke. I'm like, wait, I smell smoke. Damn. <laughs> damn. Are Someone's a lighting. Me, I am. I'm a fan of lighting. <laughs> it's, it's me. It's me. It's been me time. the whole time. Is your Keely gone on, or what? <laughs> See exactly what I was thinking of? His key look.
1: Oh, I love video game inventory. Huh. That's mine. Uh-huh.
2: It, oh, that's mine.
0: Yeah. This goes no.
1: Whoa. God
3: damn.
1: The full blown
0: fantasy is pretty neat. Yeah, it's not like trying to make it like realistic and gritty or whatever, it's just like, oh, this is this is what the fucking story's like. It's crazy shit.
3: Oh baby man. Look
0: at his fucking eyebrows. Ugh. Don't walk towards <laughs> me. I would kick that guy. <laughs> He's got no choice with the look of his
3: <laughs>
0: <eyebrows>. <laughs> That guy, yeah, that's the uh, sunglasses.
3: Uh, it's a good-looking
0: game. <laughs> I think some of the animations are a little stiff, but I mean, like it's it's pre-alpha. But like graphically, it definitely is
3: good-looking. <laughs> I can thing I kind of hope is
1: like. I don't like that he just turns into a cicada to get around. And then like there's no console. Like it's just free free a roam at that point. Yeah. Maybe
0: you lose that power, maybe it's just like an an intro thing. Yeah.
1: I just I would prefer to have to like run around.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Charge
3: it up! (laughs)
2: You picked this. <laughs> Big fight there, bud.
0: Oh, that was crazy looking. Rock form. It's definitely like a hack and slash action game but it kind of reminds me of Soul's like.
3: Yeah. But it's definitely not
0: because he's just in there fighting like a whole crowd of people and shit. Yeah.
3: Puppy.
0: Kinda of reminds me of Vindictus too. I was just thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean if they wanted to make a new Vindictus like this, that'd be cool. Yeah. They just want to melt Vindictus as long as they can.
2: Stri environments nice.
0: Yeah, I like the animations of that fucking wolf boy, too.
3: Mm.
2: Come on, now, Pop, while you're breaking the roof.
0: Don't you have respect for roofs? Mm
2: -mm. Yeah. Architecture, man.
0: going will fix it. Get em, minions. These are my putties.
2: Oh he turned to the other character that got the weapon from.
0: Yeah. Not supposed to light on fire. Yeah.
2: Would smell really bad. Had that much fur on Fucking fire,
0: a. It's right out of the ear. <laughs> it's a good spot. I'll show you a magic trick. Was <laughs> a Hey, Charles. <laughs> Goddamn.
2: Oh,
0: a lot of imagination here, which I'm really digging. Yeah. Looked them off by dude.
1: Sun Uh-huh.
0: That's the one. That's the one.
2: The heavenly armies.
0: how oh, I nap.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys a Mortal Shell? Yeah. That's pretty good. Like same. The, uh, beta it was fun. Alright, what we think?
1: I think it is visually very cool looking. Um I do appreciate uh, the amount of imagination i like the graphic fidelity um what about the baby man it's you know very unexpected so i i like it um so <laughs> unexpected baby man i mean honestly the only thing i'm concerned about is like i don't know like what the depth of gameplay aspect is cuz yeah. right now it just looks like a really pretty action game which yep. is totally fine um i just might not be enough for me to like jump on at day 1 essentially is is my my thought process there so if it has You know, it's has a lengthy gameplay loop, and there's stuff to work towards. Um, I could see it being something I'd be interested in, but right now I just don't know enough. Other than visually, um, it is
0: impressive. So, yeah, Um, I think it looks really good. specifically just graphically i think it looks really good it's a little stiff in some places but um that's that's fine uh it, it looks great i think the particle effects look really good i love the imagination um i'm familiar with some of the journey to the west stuff but not a lot i haven't looked into it a whole lot uh but it is uh stuff that i am interested in the amount of things out there that are based off of wukong is insane i was watching that and i was like uh this 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 uh all things that are that are inspired by that uh story um so that'll be really kind of cool to see like you know the the source material uh manifested into a game um but uh but yeah the imagination is really fucking cool and it's uh it's not um fantasy that i'm used to seeing Uh, It's not the standard fantasy you're used to. Uh, So I'm really excited for that as well. As for the gameplay, I do have uh, uh, similar concerns, I guess, of, like, how deep is this game? Is it, uh, you know, run through hallways and swing at things and kill them and beat the level and go to the next and just kind of experience the story? Which would be cool. I'd still play it in that regard. Or is there going to be deeper elements to it? Are you going to be leveling? Are you going to be unlocking new abilities? Yeah. Are you going to be playing as multiple characters? Um, Are you going to unlock that fucking Nimbus and fly around? Uh, Or is that just a segment of that, uh, you know, level? Um, You know, if it's like a cinematic action game, cool. I'm down for that. I like games like that. Um, I don't know if I'd be, like, running out the door to fucking get it and play it, but... um, But I'd be lying if I said I wasn't interested in this game. Like, it definitely looks like something that, like, it it looks fresh. It looks like something that I wasn't expecting from somebody to make. And so it's definitely on my radar of games I'd like to, uh, uh, you know, keep an eye on. But I I feel like if it does come out here, um, I assume it will. um, I will most likely be playing it unless somebody... Uh, plays it early on and goes yeah it's it's straight fucking trash don't touch it and i'd be like (laughs) oh that sucks let's see if like 20 other people agree with you um yeah chris
2: Uh, i'm kind of the same but as you guys but i really enjoy the subject matter and the visual style i've gone with it i really need to see what the gameplay is going to be like further and how like if there's a progression system or if it's like you said if it's just hallways and linear story i'm probably a pass on it to be honest even though i really like the subject matter i just That's not something I would want out of a game like this. I would want a bigger kind of open-worldy, exploration-y, more of, like you said, Dark Souls-y. But if if it's just a linear story experience, I'd probably just be like, okay, that's cool. I'll watch someone play it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, even if, even if they, it looks like it's inspired by Dark Souls and in, in some ways, specifically the boss battles and stuff like that, definitely combat of, you know, random enemies didn't seem that like it was trying to be difficult. In fact, it looked really fucking easy to me. Um, yeah like almost like they're like wukong is awesome and look how awesome wukong is and you're like yeah wukong's awesome and you're like smacking superman. people exactly yeah, yeah it kind of felt like that and then the boss battle actually felt like there is a challenge there so maybe he's so badass it just takes a giant wolf boy to you know give him a challenge um which i think is cool as well superman too um yeah superman <laughs> uh chase the monkey man um but uh but, you know, we, we we only saw 13 minutes of what they decided to show us. So um, mm. I don't know if like maybe there'll be gold you find in the game and you can at a store buy like stuff like, you know, healing items and buffs or whatever the fuck new staffs, upgrades to the staff, which would be cool. And, you know, he had that fire ability. I don't know if he just always has that or if he got that. Uh, the cicada thing. I don't like the idea of just flying around as a cicada either. Uh, no disrespect to the storytelling, if that's a huge element of it. But, uh, if that's just a common thing you can do, like stealth mode on, he's turned to a cicada and everybody's like, that giant ass fucking golden cicada has been around here for fucking days. Just flying around looking at shit. And that Wukong guy has been floating around here too, randomly. Like what the hell's going on? Eh, whatever. I'm going to go on with my fucking life. Um, (laughs) so yeah, uh, yeah, gameplay I you know, that I think that's the biggest factor here. Otherwise, everything else it has the makings of looking like a fucking dope ass game. For sure. Yeah. So just need to know what the hell we're getting into. I you know, maybe it's like, you know, ten levels and like every level it's just like the name of a chapter and you run through and you kill shit and you watch cinematics and then you just play through each one of them. You like, just Wukong smash and then boss fight? Yeah. And it's just like the Order eighteen eighty six or something. You know, it's just fucking a spectacle a spectacle yeah I, and yeah. we yeah. are moving into new consoles new tech you're going to get some early on games like that mm-hmm. just to show you what what the consoles can do so um we'll see uh when it uh when when they re- reveal more of the game um anything else no i think that pretty much covers it wukong wukong <laughs> i was on the comments what did you think of uh What is it called? Black Myth? Wukong. Mm -hmm. Official 13-minute gameplay trailer. Are you excited for this game or are you not excited for this game? Is there details about this game that you've read... Uh, that uh, has you excited for it, not excited for it. Um, Is it a Chinese uh, publisher or dev making this game? I read that somewhere, so I could be 100% incorrect. Let me know in the comments if you have that uh, detail as well. And uh, yeah, let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to Black Myth Wukong in the comments below. Uh, Last segment is uh, the segment where we read your guys' comments. And uh, there's so many videos that we missed out on reading the comments. I think we're just gonna start fresh with the last episode where we actually got some Ask TLGs uh, from people, and uh, we're going to read those, respond to them. They're all pretty lengthy, and, uh, yeah. And in our new format, I'm going to be able to just read them directly from here. Check if you guys can even see that. Ooh, it's a little off. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll read them. And I'm trying to – I'm so not used to my setup still. Uh, okay, perfect. Anyway, um yeah so uh first comment uh this is on a video uh we responded to or responded we fucking reacted to gamescom opening night live 2020 we weren't really impressed with it yeah it was kind of not that great it was Um, there if you want to venture through our commentary for almost three hours uh it, it might be worth it but um as gamescom opening night live i wouldn't recommend you watch that on your own come with us you can come with us and watch it Go back and watch that episode. But that happened. And in that uh, episode, we got quite a bit of comments from it, which is really very cool. And, uh, yeah, our first one is from simon 2 questions, Randall. He puts uh, hashtag ask TLGM's comment uh, with uh, moving, question mark. We were talking about the moving we were doing, uh, which has been a big thing for the last month. We are finally done with that and only have a couple things left to do. But, uh, yes, we moved um, look at those bags under those eyes, uh, where y'all moving the city out? Uh, well, nice to see best Sony PlayStation game award going to 2077. Uh, the game may still be in development, but that's just bloody semantics in it. Uh, past that half the event was messaging, uh, we treat games like art head ass. Uh, and the other half was like, was this worth even it? Cartoon ass Lego Star Wars concept art trailers. What the fuck? Comic relief. Let's talk about Medal of Honor, bruh. This game is the one. Trust me. Why would I say if it wasn't? Uh, I put 400. I put 400 hours into Athens Cleed Odyssey. <laughs> Rough. Oh, I'm trying to read it the way he typed it and it's fun uh <laughs> mama mia so much incoherent chaos can't believe my eyes pre-order now i think if they tried to sell uh some of the games less with more footage i wouldn't have cringed as hard age of Empires definitive looks nice though i'm a boomer can't play ratchet and clank past that i guess this was the opening night was no point to expecting it to be super interesting who wants, to, who wants to tackle that one uh the bags under the eyes was 100 percent real real
1: uh, the bags are real yeah the, I, there was i finally this this is the first weekend I've, I've slept so like full nights of uh of actual sleep so i'm i'm feeling a lot better now um probably still bags but i have a lot of catch-up to do from years of treating my body like shit so mm. uh, <laughs> yeah uh the semantics part yeah i mean the award shows are pretty much that anyways but they can still be fun to watch that was just not an expected segment for that it's not what i watch gamescom for uh and then yeah i don't even know what to say about the rest of it other than like uh you know age empires does look nice and uh anyone can play and clank you can do it i believe in you
0: well if he's a boomer I don't care about that. There's rules. Boomers can't play and clone. Fuck Clank. that. My boomer
2: aunt has all of them. It's her favorite game.
0: Simon's got some uh, some things to address. Um, believe in yourself because when you believe in yourself, you can be a winner. You be a winner. You be quiet, Naruto. <laughs> um. So yeah, the moving thing, the bags under the eyes thing, completely real. Uh, you know, I've kind of been mentioning every episode because this is like the first month ever in like the five years i've had this channel where the schedule was completely fucked like sometimes we'll have like one episode a month i'm like we can't make it something happened Whatever. i was trying to make up for it this month was like i can't make up for the episodes i can just only get an episode out if i can do it um and it really kind of sucked because like the whole situation without going to details was dropped on us we had to fucking go so uh and we got it all done it's all good now um, but it was like four weeks of just nonstop, like work, work, work. And then our weekends were fucking moving and all the shit. And uh, it was uh, it was tiring. So we were very, very tired. I actually, this weekend, I feel fucking fantastic. It's the first time <laughs> in like a month that I'm like, I feel good. I can't say fantastic, but I definitely feel better. <laughs> uh, if I'm feeling better than I was, I'm feeling fantastic. <laughs> um, the the awards thing uh, in in that fucking um, ONL whatever the hell uh giving out awards for games that aren't even out yet that should drove me nuts that was and just he, IGN going like look we're here yeah, and i don't <laughs> want to ever know IGN's here don't talk i don't want to hear from you um just stay in the corner and hold you can have a shirt that says IGN. that's fine i'll look over here every, every once in a while but uh that whole situation was just fucking so stupid um thank you for spelling this out in a way that I sounded like an asshole. So, uh, that was a fun, uh, that was a fun experiment. Uh, now watch people are going to type in hashtag ask TLG on all their comments and always write them out like that. So I have to say I'm weird. Uh, I probably shouldn't have said that, um, was fun to read though. Uh, the way you put that, uh, age of empires definitive, uh, looks nice though. I agree 100%. I'm very excited for that. Um, I like the prior age of empires, but age of empires three, uh, I have a real love for that game. Um, and uh, so I can't pl- wait to play that. Uh, Russian Clank. I, you know, I'm I'm not a boomer, but uh, I'm pretty close. But um, they're they're fine. I'm not a huge fan of them, but I, I like them enough, and I appreciate them. But uh, I, I also understand they're not. Well, I would argue they are for everybody, but they're not for everybody. Like there's people who're just not going to be into them, so I get it. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty agree sure with everything everything said. Very well well said. Very eloquent. Chris. I you pretty
2: much agree with me with everything I said when we watched the GamesCom. I don't give a shit about your fake award, so fuck you. And the only things I remember hard about the Gamescom was Age of Empires three and the Ratchet and Clank. That's, that's all I was really like, oh that looks neat. And we not were even just for, like
0: We are we there like, for like oh, three hours. hours. Yeah. And there's two <laughs> games you're fucking referencing. <laughs> oh man. This is
2: literally the only the episodes for reference point where Seth got up and left.
0: I forgot about that. That's like it's a just, first, too. There's a lot of firsts happening God. lately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Thank you for the comment, Simon. Two questions. Randall. Uh, hope to hear from you soon, and I'm sure we will. Uh, the other hashtag, Ask we got is from Jeremy McCode. Miko? how do you say that? You've already told me before, and I, I just, I don't, I don't... I don't got it down, but he has returned. Glad to hear from you. And he puts, hashtag STLG, you guys all finish move out. I hope you are all set up and comfortable. You guys look really tired. Jesus. <laughs> I'm the biggest weeb, Cap all caps, ever. And I would not argue against that. Uh, he's a pretty big weeb. End of discussion. Peace. Gameplay. Gameplay. I love trailer, but man, show us more gameplay. There was some cool game, but I am disappointed. Your reaction was way more fun, thank you, uh, and entertaining to watch than the Gamescom itself. Sorry, I skipped some part. Completely understandable. Anyway, nice job. Always funny. It will be cool to watch your reaction of Black Myth Wukong. It looks pretty dope. Hopefully, watched right before the segment, because we just did that. <laughs> um, so I'll jump in on this one. Um yeah the move we did the move we were very tired it obviously translated (laughs) i felt like our first episode i was like i was like we haven't done this in forever and i I just don't have the mental faculties for this and just not really ready for everything but i was like we gotta get we gotta get back we gotta get this fucking going again dude so we did it and uh yeah so definitely tired uh you are the biggest weeb ever um chevy's a pretty big weeb but he's fucking uh low-key weeb he doesn't he doesn't run around fucking yelling it um I I have some enjoyment. (laughs) I do too. I have many enjoyment. Um, Yeah. Uh, And then uh, gameplay. I agree with you. Gameplay uh, would have been nice. There was a lot of talking with people about random things and a lot of uh, promises of games coming and concept and CGI. And, uh, you know, I, I don't mind some of that. But when the majority of a three hour fucking experience is just that. I really kind of felt like we could have cut a lot of that fat, and I it really felt like uh, in that Gamescom um, video, it felt like they knew they had they had over um, an overabundance of stuff that wasn't exciting. Jeff Keighley really kind of came off like he fucking knew that this wasn't going to be a blast. Certain parts are going to be good. And he's trying to get us to that by going, "It's coming! It's coming! It's coming!" I promise, it's coming. But it, the whole atmosphere of that uh, video almost felt like they were aware that it was just bloated with uh, stuff that wasn't going to be as great for everybody. And it really translated. So hopefully, uh, you know, we don't have to experience something like that again. Um, yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed our uh, reactions. Um, very much appreciated. Uh, I've had a couple comments now say like, man, I would have not watched that if you guys didn't do the commentary. And I'm like, fair, we suffer for you. Yeah. And then other people are like, I had to skip some parts. I'm like, I, I wanted to, I left the room. (laughs) So I I don't blame you. Uh, And uh, yeah, hopefully you got a chance to watch, you know, 10 minutes ago of that Black Myth Wukong, um, which I also think looks pretty dope. Chevy, Chris. Um,
1: I mean, the big standout here for me is the gameplay gameplay. You know, where's the gameplay? I I swear I'm saying something along those lines every time we watch one of these shows, just because like they bring out this concept of like, of the game, which I appreciate, but it's like, I have a hard time getting hyped when they're like, here's a CG trailer. And here's a bunch of people talking about it that totally are not reading some script. And I don't know, Mm. it just gets really boring essentially. Like it's, it's a lot more, um, entertaining, especially, you know, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this as someone who plays video games to actually see what I'm going to be able to play. Um, but like I said, I I, I don't mind the, the proof of concept stuff from time to time. But a lot of times that is just them announcing something earlier than they weren't ready to show gameplay at that point. Um, I almost mm-hmm. wish you just wouldn't show and wait until you had something to show at that point. So
0: yeah.
1: but then a lot of these game shows might not have anything. So who knows? Who the hell yeah. am I, right? You're Chevy. <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, I,
0: I also enjoy anime stuff. So That's that boomer talk. Who am I?
2: Who are
1: you?
0: What happened? Where am I? Chris, any thoughts?
2: Uh, I mean, I'm not going to fight you in the biggest weave thing. That's fine. Take Congratulations. <laughs> Your title. <laughs> you can have it. It's, it's all yours. Um, And yes, yes. The gameplay would have been nice to see it. We talked about that a lot. And it, it, When I think about it again, uh, it feels like we were the CEOs and they're kind of pitching an idea of like, this is what we want to make and kind of like gauging it from that. But it just was like the wrong atmosphere. But like for that, like, show us interactivity or how the game is going to play not your concept for a game you think you might want to build and here's a cg trailer i built just in case i think i might want to make this game but i need your approval first
1: you know what though i i i'm gonna say i will take the cg trailers all day long over all the let me talk about our belief structure as a company yeah they do
0: i'm so burnt out on that dude okay here's the thing fucking point to any company and I'm going to guess what their what their beliefs are on being a company and it's how to be PR, good. It's PR, man. Yeah, it's, it's all yep. PR. They don't give a fuck about anything. And so if if you need to just come out and be like, this is what we believe in. I could I can tell you what you believe in. Can I, can I, I don't tell even you something?
1: It. We are good people. Here's why we're good people. We're
0: good people and we support good people. And we want everyone to be good people by giving us money. That's good people oh. activity right there. Give us your money. Think we're good And we'll think you're good when you give us your money. It's a fair trade. Yeah. Whoever's telling you guys that we want to see that crap. Fire them. They're wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Anything else? Nice to see you, Jeremy. Nice to see you, Jeremy. And thank you for the comment. Uh, The next ask TLG we got is from Keith. I'm going to need help with this from Chris because this is in regards to talking about uh, the expansion to WoW uh, coming out. We had said something about it. I'm going to read this and it'll probably come back to me. Um, But uh, Chris, Chris, Mm -hmm. Keith has a lot to say about uh, Shadowlands. And what he says is, I think for the most part, the cautiously uh, has been, for the most part, the cautiously has been dropped from cautiously optimistic for Shadowlands. Uh, For some reason, Blizzard woke up and has been completely transparent with, oh, because we were talking about the last expansion. People I said, from my experience, people I know who played it hopped in excited and then they're like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just like, right. it was like that. So, okay. Uh, for some reason, Blizzard woke up and has been completely transparent with its player base regarding the development of the game. They're listening to feedback, changing things people tell them they don't like, reiterating and polishing way more than they ever did with Battle of Azeroth. Uh, we knew BFA was going to be shit before it launched because they. Want listening to any of the big streamers, YouTubers, or their player base feedback. They kept everything in the game that was bad and went ahead and launched it knowing it was subpar. This time around I really feel like they finally understand that this may possibly be their last ditch effort to please us and they went out of their way to do so i think that's a fair point there are a Mm -hmm. few things that are going into the expansion that we're apprehensive about but they have assured us they have fail safes in place and to just trust them on the cohesion of all the different features and stuff at any time that they are time they can literally push a button and change something if it's not working battle of azeroth's biggest problem was the layering upon layering of systems and features without changing previous ones. It was uh, analogous to sinking ship patching it with two boards just for another hole to blast through and start spewing forth water. That seems to be entirely corrected for this expansion. Uh, we will see, though. I'm still a little cautiously optimistic. BFA did a number on me. The first expansion I didn't cautiously or continuously play all the way through. I'm begging Chris to play with me, but he's been burnt as well. So I understand his caution totally. Haha. <laughs> Chris, how about you respond to that first?
2: Okay. So yes, I, I, I have been intrigued by Shadowlands to the point where I, I, I have contemplated renewing my subscription just to kind of get into the swing of things again. Cause I do a part of me does miss playing WoW. Um, it, it is the MMO that I grew up playing. That's it. That is my first MMO. So I have fond memories of. It. And playing BFA did burn me. Um and, and from talking <laughs> from Keith. And from what I've talked with Keith here and there, it does sound like, from what he's told me, that they are listening to the player base of what changes they want to see to classes or the game overall. And they are making steps to achieve some of those aspects in a positive way. Um, but I don't know firsthand. I haven't read anything about that. Um, but we'll see what happens. I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, once you get burned, it's kind of hard to get that that taste out of your mouth of, like, well, they kind of, you know, this and I really didn't like, and it's still, like... A problem for me mm-hmm. um, but it, it's only time will tell at this point but it does have me very intrigued right now as to uh, contemplate even just renewing my subscription
0: interesting I think one of my biggest takeaways from from what Keith said um, as someone who doesn't play WoW and doesn't have a huge interest in it but respects it is the the idea of releasing, releasing an expansion with fail safes in mind that's kind of a weird thing. I don't know if I like that or dislike that. And to to the idea of like, well, I guess I, I can't dislike it because it's the same as if you release something and then take it out with a patch. They're just making it, easier, making it easier to do. But it's interesting because they've had to have dealt with people's backlash so much that they are developing things with the idea of potentially taking it out at an right. instant if people don't like it. That's kind of wild to me to hear from a developer. Uh, I haven't really heard another developer go like, you know what? We're implementing all this stuff, but don't worry. You don't like it? We'll just fucking kick it out real quick. And uh, it's smart in a development standpoint, but at the same time, it kind of worries me because it feels like they're not confident in what they're putting out. Um, Mm. It's smart, Mm. but it it worries me in in the same way that like Valve doesn't want to touch Half-Life 3 because they're scared to make it because they don't know if people are going to like it. And it's like, well, maybe you should get someone in who fucking, like, is feeling confident they can make a great game. Just like with an expansion, maybe you should do a little more research, possibly, to know that this shit's going to... Or, you know, do some play tests and make sure people are really fucking digging it. But, again, I'm not trying to take away from... It. It's it's smart. If I was a dev and I'm like, mm-hmm. there's a possibility people are going to fucking hate this. And to just get quick quickly out of that situation, let's just make some fucking fail-safe so we can just get that shit out of there real quick. It makes sense, but it's just... For some reason, it's just, it just it it kind of is disappointing um, in the sense of like being confident in what you make. But again, WoW's been out for so long that like, you know, they're just maintaining the community at this point. They're not fucking blowing up and getting like mass amounts of new people in. So they're just trying to make people happy, and I get that. So um, mm-hmm. I just don't want to see more and more companies coming out going like, we got great new features, but if you don't like them, we're taking them out.
2: Like well, that. it really depends on on how like like you said how timid they are and how yeah. quick they are to press that panic button. Yeah. If you know if they do it immediately, then you know that something's wrong internally. Yeah. And if they but if they tell you like stick it out for a while, and if we keep getting complaints, we'll take it out then. I'd feel okay with that. Sure, it's just a matter of how fast and how panicky they are to press that button. Like oh aboard.
0: Yeah. and that's my whole thing. Is I'm not like I said. It's not I like or dislike it. It's like it just mm-hmm. kind of worries me the idea of how that could be implemented and how much confidence does that take away from the person who, who's releasing it? Um, right. they could be super confident. They're like we're never going to have to hit that fucking fail safe, but it's there just in case. That'd be great, just in case. but I don't know. So they could be like, oh, I don't fucking, I just don't want to upset anyone again. I don't want to get yelled at, but they, I don't want to hear fucking, <laughs> don't you guys have phones? I don't want to hear this shit anymore. So I'm just ready. My hands on the fucking fail safe. Just if someone goes ah, I'm going to go fuck. Okay. It's gone. I'm sorry. I'm fucking sorry. Please just keep fucking paying Please. You know, I don't, you know, I just don't want it to be that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thoughts? I mean, not a whole lot, uh, mostly just, you know, I hope like what you're saying that they're listening and, and not, uh, ruining, like, cause you said, you know, essentially right in the beginning, they're removing the cautiously from cautiously optimistic, meaning being optimistic. And I hope that that can continue and just be positivity when it comes mm-hmm. out for you. Cause uh, as a community, I, I would love to see positive reception, you know, for the game. Cause uh, yeah, it, it gets really, it's sad to watch something just kind of like die off because the devs just don't give a shit. And, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that that's the case here, I'm just, but <clears throat> it is one of those legacy games and I would like to see it stay. So um, mm-hmm. I think for your sake and anyone else who's enjoying the game, that it uh, I hope it's good, so
0: yeah, and I liked your analogy of the boat sinking. Mm-hmm. I think that was a good good way to put it and uh in a perfect world, I'm hoping in a perfect world, this will be released, and not only will it be the expansion you fucking have been dreaming of and more, I hope it's so good that fucking everyone is just like holy shit i can't believe i've gone my whole life never playing wow or i stopped playing wow and i'm coming back baby forever i love it so much this expansion has changed my fucking life
2: that would that would make my heart feel real joy i don't know why but just that sentiment just like yeah
0: i hope that happens I don't know if it will, but I hope it does. I'd be very impressed. I'd be impressed, <laughs> uh, everyone just agrees and holds hands for once on th- yeah. ever on this fucking planet. Pure's like, it's great, and fucking Blizzard's like, yes. i <laughs> just like, okay, we're all we're all just gonna upload our consciousness into Wow now by Earth. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the future, dude. Perfect, perfect world. Um, so yeah, uh, anything else you guys want to say? Huh? Okay. Thank you for the comment, Keith. Thank you, mm-hmm. everybody. Uh thank you everybody for the comments. Uh, there's a couple a couple more comments I want to read real quick. Uh no. first off, Keith also said No. Uh he said Keith says, uh, ooh, I love the new studio also sounds way better. Woot woot. Uh thank you. Um I actually kind of threw this together uh, fairly quickly. Uh, when we moved here, I was like, okay, I need the foam pads up like before, but I think I'm going to get rid of the Funkos. Maybe I'll throw them back there again. I don't know, but I kind of like, it. it looks a little more cleaner. Um, and, uh, you know, we don't have our boom light anymore, so it's not as bright. Um, and, uh, uh I'm glad you, you like the studio. Um, I'm pretty happy with it. There's a couple things I want to change. Um, our camera angles a little crooked right here. I think uh, can you fix that. Uh, I think,
1: the, the type of room we're in now compared to what we were in before too is better for sound. So
0: Absolutely. yeah, it's, it's not as big in here. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and, uh, and I've also set up some things that kind of dampen the sound movement anyway. And we're also sitting like right on top of these mics, but they are the <laughs> same mics from before. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I've heard three people now tell me that they, the, the first episode came out people were like, I like the new studio better. And I'm like, Okay, cool. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm happy because I literally <laughs> threw it together. I was like, I gotta have something. I gotta have a fucking backdrop. So, um, so yeah, I really this appreciate that. Here, uh. and I'm glad. You know, you gotta look at us. <laughs> you gotta look at the background. I'm glad that that it's working for you. So that's really cool. Uh, Card small says, uh, maybe I'm getting out of touch or whatever you guys want to call it, but I actually enjoy the fluff in between the game showcases. These are events to me, and I enjoy getting all the extras. I do have something to say to this one.
1: I agree with you on that. Um, in fact, that's one of the, the best things about E3 is all of the um, the show aspect of it. But there is a balance, right? And, and I think that balance yeah, is lost um, when companies like EA or, in this case, Gamescom, um, prioritize a lot of the fluff and then when they do show us games, we're not actually seeing games. We're seeing concept of games. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a balance loss there and it's really easy to start getting bored. Um, I would absolutely love like, they're like, here's some gameplay, Here's a person talk about it briefly. Um, I don't want to sit there for like necessarily 30 minutes. I do think they should be like, Hey, if you want to hear more about this, we have this thing you can watch, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think that's great too, because then if you do have a deeper interest, you can pursue that still and then Mm -hmm. uh, just just keep it rolling. I think we have seen great examples of that out of Nintendo and Sony specifically um, with the way they've been handling digital-only events. Uh, The pacing is always good. They do just enough talking. Um, I do miss the stage show aspect of it but that's which, the only part that's missing and which
0: xbox does a really good job at, and microsoft is really good at stage shows yeah so and i'm mm-hmm. i like ubisoft stuff typically i think they can do some dorky show every once in a while but I, I like that they actually get like dancers and stuff to do stuff like i i like the spectacle so i do i do like fluff as well like we did kind of shit on a lot of the fluff in that last one but if you go through all of our reaction videos it's not very often we do that yeah it's been like the Mm-mm. ea and that. twice now yeah so for the most part it's just how the fluff <laughs> is presented i mean uh card small even was on the same page as me when they did the deep dive on the ps5 and started talking all the tech jargon i loved it i was watching it though and i was like there's a lot of people who are not gonna like this and i went on twitter and people were like xbox has 12 T-flops." And i'm like you you didn't even understand anything that they said wow okay i also can regurgitate numbers yeah um know. so uh so I, I'm down to sit there and listen to someone talk as yeah. long as it's interesting. But that mm-hmm. disingenuous mm-hmm. corporate talk, man, get the fuck mm-hmm. out of here with that shit. Like, I'm just not into it. It's I'm draining. Not, yeah. I'm not a fucking moron. Yeah. So I'm not going to sit here and just listen to someone just fucking tell me what they think I want to hear. I don't want to hear that shit from you at all. I don't give a fuck what you have right. to say about that kind of stuff. Um, And then, you know, like the 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 like stories of how people got to certain places or whatever in, in game development or whatever. Um, sometimes I like that. Uh, one of the, I think it was one of the E3s or one of Jeff Keeley's things. Uh, they had the, those people who came from Africa or whatever, I think, and were working on a game. And then the next year they caught up with them again and they're still working on a game. I was like, this is I neat. I
1: think that was part That's the part of the the Facebook. Uh, yeah. But see, the thing that's that's nice about that is it's showing um, people who, who have, effectively a disadvantage being given the opportunity. Sure. And, and the, I love that too. Um, and that was really neat to get a follow up. It also was genuine though, because yes. you can kind of mm-hmm. just make that up mm-hmm.
0: Like, things been really hard for these people. And to finally, like you get like this, like American idol fucking like, uh, false fucking story to like yeah. make these normal people have like this movie like movie-like character to them. And it's so fucking disingenuous and I hate that kind of shit. But when they're like, yeah, these people, you know, live in a country where, you know, the opportunity to make stuff like this isn't that great, but they're working on stuff. They started from a real shitty computer. And I'm like, that's really interesting. And that's cool because I love video games. So the idea of someone uh, in those circumstances, uh, you know, against all adversity fucking uh, still finding a way to develop games. That's fucking dope. That's that's passion. That's awesome.
1: Or like when Microsoft sure. came out with their um, accessibility controller. Awesome. And they yeah they yeah. just talked about like it in great detail. I was like, you know, it's obviously I'm not the the demo. I almost wanted it, to buy those. But controllers it was just to try them. Out. It was incredibly fascinating, <laughs> and um, I'm I'm always impressed with what people are coming up with. Yep. The amount of people who can play games now is. So impressive, um, and they're constantly still trying to find more and more ways to give that access to people. There's ways you can play mm-hmm. games with just your eyes and stuff now too. I mean, it's just yeah, it is awesome. I love seeing that stuff. So
0: yeah, there's some tech that came out a while ago and it tried to catch on but didn't. But every once in a while I'll play a game and I'll look in the options and it has like it's like NVIDIA something or something, something, I don't know, but it's about eye movement. Mm. I'm like, how the fuck's that mm. work? I haven't tried it, but... Um, yeah, apparently it works just fine. But, mm. but you know, I don't see it in a lot of games anymore, but um, but it's interesting that people have even tried to... I mean, it makes sense. When the Kinect came out, they were doing some really crazy stuff mm-hmm. with how to track people's movements and stuff, and it's only gotten better. Even if the Kinect kind of died off, that tech is just like... You can throw it in any webcam now mm-hmm. nowadays, so... Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so just kind of wrapping it back around the fluff really comes down to what the fluff is. I do like fluff. Um, if I'm sitting there for three hours though, and the fluff is a lot of just bloated disingenuous stuff. In my opinion, um, it, it becomes taxing cause it almost starts feeling almost yep. like insulting to me. Uh, I do remember Chris was a little more adamant about they need to fuck off than I was, which is surprising <laughs> cause I feel like I'm typically the guy who's quick to say that kind of shit. But Chris was on it that last episode. Um, <laughs> But, you know, not to speak for Chris, but I feel like you're probably on the same page as me and Chevy when it comes to like, you know, what the content is, not that it is like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we don't don't need the corporate jargon.
2: No, no, it's just, it's not, it's not like I don't enjoy, it's not like I don't enjoy fluff. I like fluff, but it's also the amount of fluff that you have and the quality of the fluff it's like you think of it like you're making a sandwich if your fluff is iceberg lettuce and you're just fucking lettuce lettuce lettuce
0: lettuce 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 meat lettuce 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 it's it's it's
2: fucking gross
0: it's a fucking salad at that point yeah and to add to that when you open the bag of the shredded lettuce and fucking you open it and it's like here at Lettuce Company, it's a little speaker. We believe that people all deserve equal opportunity to do all sorts of things, and we strive to make sure that this lettuce is chopped by 16 different people equally. Yeah, people are people and should be treated like people all at the same time at, and equally. Yeah. Here at Lettuce Company, we don't believe murder is a good thing, and we would love to see a future where we do not have murder. And here at Lettuce Company, we do not support murder. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to make a shitty well, sandwich. Who
1: are you selling to?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. A, yeah. I have a feeling the amount of people that, that need convincing
0: of that is very small and they don't care what you have to say. Yeah. The vast majority of people are just that's just kind of like a no shit <laughs> situation in their head, like, uh-huh. yeah. And so it's that
2: it's that clicheism of we're a great company. We're great because we're great. And we're a great company. And you deserve great things. From a great company.
1: I'm saying this so my stockholders feel comfortable. Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I think we, I think we pretty much explained yeah. that to a certain degree. I think the last episode, though, was a bit unfair in the terms of how we're going to react to it, though, just because of it was a long sit and there was a lot of fluff and a lot of bad fluff. So it was easy to just kind of shit on fluff as opposed to other ones where I feel like... And that was the episode we did, like, after moving. So, you know, like, yeah, no, so we are already yeah. kind of cranky, too. And I I think it really translated, too, because I think I was, I was, like, bitching about Brian Altano, too, and saying yeah. fuck you to him and shit. I was like, <laughs> I should be a little more playful about this. I don't I don't disagree with anything I said, but I probably shouldn't have been as aggressive as I was. But I was very tired, so uh, it was very easy for me to just be like, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Life's hard. Fuck them. I'm cranky and I need a nap. Uh, so thank you for the comment, uh, Small. And then last one, Wade uh, says, I own a bowling ball also. Yeah, you do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh anything else you guys want to say? Uh, no. <laughs> I wish you good luck with your bowling ball, Wade. And uh that's <laughs> gonna do it for this episode of Taste Cast episode one hundred and twenty three. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes, check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Half of those. And um, uh, uh we uh got a discord link down below you can talk to us anytime all time we're on itunes spotify on the podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us we have a patreon if you want to support the channel um and uh type in hashtag stlg on your comment if you want to be part of that segment we just did um my name's seth i'm chevy and i'm chris until next episode have a good one guys and take it easy